Hey guys, Seth here from Dynadads. I have a few questions for you. Do you have a beautiful bike you'd like to protect? Did you happen to go into a corner a little too fast and run out of talent halfway through and wish you had something to protect your bike? Or did your girlfriend find out about your wife and decide to kick your bike over in the Walmart parking lot? Well, DG Sliders has a product for you. DG Sliders offers top-of-the-line handmade sliders for all different types of bikes. Dynas, M8s, FXRs, Sportsters, and Baggers. They offer products like replacement crash bar pucks, shifter pegs, rear sliders, foot pegs, and they can custom fit for many other bikes and sizes. So make sure to go over to DG Sliders, hit them up, support another Dyna Dad and small business owner, and most importantly, make sure your bike is protected. Thank you, DG Sliders, for supporting us. Now enjoy the rest of the podcast. Hello and welcome, everybody. This is the fourth episode of the second season of the Dyna Dads official podcast. Thank you to our official sponsor, DG Sliders. Uh, they enjoyed the ad. Hopefully, uh, all of you guys did too. I had to write that myself. So glad some of you guys have enjoyed that. Some of you guys have reached out. Uh, we have a very special guest today that ended up reaching out to us and wanting to be on, which is super cool. Love that. Uh, I want to remind you guys again that if you guys want to be on the podcast, don't be afraid to reach out. Uh, we we want anyone and everyone on. Uh, I love interviewing you guys and asking you guys questions. If there's a specific subject you want to talk about, let me know. If you just want to be on and I can come up with one, that's fine too. Um, but we're going to get right into this. I uh, want to introduce my guest. He is bikes underscore and barbells on Instagram. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. It's uh, it's late here in Alabama, but uh, kind of worth it. Um, now, where are you at right now? Right now, I am in Castle Rock, Colorado, which is... Probably about 30 minutes south of Denver. Now, is that where you live or is that just where you're at right now? So that's just where I'm at right now. Um, that's where I'm kind of based out of when I'm working. I live in Winter Garden, Florida, which is about 30 minutes outside of Orlando. Okay, so you're a bit away from home. Yes, yes, I am a good ways from home. I actually lived out here in Denver for 15 years before moving to Florida. So does that mean you're a Denver Broncos fan? Uh, you know, actually, I am not a huge football fan in oh, general. Okay. My, uh, my middle son is a really into football, and he's all for the Bucks right now, so that's kind of who the family's rooting for i guess i had to ask because um you know lately and i feel like it's with a lot of people um i I was a big football fan not really anymore with just how everything's going but i am a big Denver broncos fan my dad was a broncos fan so i just kind of followed um so that's why i had to ask uh and i i actually just had a little sister move out to that that area right outside of denver not too long ago so 
Yeah, my She's, dad is a huge Broncos fan, so this is definitely a Broncos uh, household kind of a thing <laughs> for the most part. It's been a couple disappointing years, but we don't have to get into that. That's for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, getting into this, I, I brought you in a little bit earlier than what I usually do with guests um, because I want to talk to you. How long have you had a uh, Harley or had a street legal motorcycle? I've had a, a Harley, which was my first street legal motorcycle for a little over four years now. Okay, so you're you're newer to it than you're you're kind of around the same as me with a with a Harley, kind of later into the game. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I grew up riding dirt bikes, like I think most of us, but I uh, definitely took a little break there. And then uh, when I turned thirty, I got a uh, Sportster. Okay, and then from there you moved into your. You have a Dyna. And, yeah, and then I moved into the uh, Dyna. And what what exact model is that? It is uh, 07 Lowrider. Okay, so I wanted to bring this up because I this is my third Dyna now, um, and I brought it up before when I first got into Dynas. Um, you know, the market wasn't, um, there was plenty of bikes out there, uh, you know, pre-COVID. Uh, yeah. Both times that I've uh, looked for, well, you know what, I actually lied. My my second Harley was after um, or in the middle of COVID, but it, it still wasn't as bad as the market is now. But uh, my first bike was one owner, old guy, took care of the bike. Second one was a, a 2011 Superglide, and it was a one owner low miles pretty much left alone and uh, that's how i i pick bikes i don't know if that's how you are when you picked your bike um but i kind of went against my own my own advice and got this bike had higher mileage uh, i think it was second or third owner had some stuff done to it and the reason i'm bringing this up is and getting into harleys or anything else if you do not know what you're doing when you're working on a bike, guys, ask someone or get someone who knows what they're doing. Uh, this bike is, and look, I am not a mechanic. I could not mm. tell you anything and everything about my bike. I know the basics. I know how to do the basic stuff to it. If you're wanting, you know, your engine rebuild or something, I'm out. I, yeah. I couldn't, I can't help you. I'm um, I can, with you. Yeah. I'll tell you, look on Google. There's, uh, engines on there buy one that's what i'm going to tell you but and i don't know how you are but with motorcycles or anything for the most part if the the number one red flag to me is mismatching nuts and bolts <laughs> i i don't understand it but you know when you're working on something please just get help and if you're if you are doing it get matching nuts and bolts Pretty much every city has some type of place you can get nuts and bolts at. Go get the correct one to get matching. I'll, I'll just one point today. I put sliders on DG sliders yeah. protect your bike, but um, and the bolts on the back of the strut, um, they were mismatched. <laughs> and I, I, some of you guys may make fun of me for that, but that pissed me off the second I saw that because uh, no, the little things. It, it, well, it tells me that one, you couldn't go out and find a matching one, and two, you're lost 
it. So you're irresponsible twice with it. <laughs> and um, this bike, it's taken care of, but um, you could tell that the guy that worked on it, the guy who had I, I bought it from, didn't know what he was doing as much as he thought uh, or as much as he told. Um, and then the other thing is Loctite on a Harley. You got to use it. Harleys rattle them sh- themselves to where everything comes loose. Uh, or I, I shouldn't say everything, but things come loose. It's just a, when you get a Harley, they Same. should give you a free thing, a Loctite, because you're going to have to use it at some point. The nature of the beast. Yes. But when you're using Loctite, do not use it. Um, I'm trying to find a good way to put this. Um, don't use the whole thing of it on one bolt or nuts. Because yeah. they shake, but they do not shake that much. I could not believe how much Loctite was on the mismatch nuts oh, on this bike. So, and it's not been the first time on this bike I've seen this. So, you know, it, it scares me. I mean, he might have just wanted to be safe, but, and I'm hoping people are like, you know, Seth, you're complaining, shut up. But I, better I, safe I could, sorry. Yeah, I, I get using it, but oh my God, the amount that was used on just those two <clears throat> blew my mind. And it was red, locked tight. It was a blue. Yeah. I had just painted it. It just ass. makes the project twice as hard as it was supposed to be. Yes. And it's just, it, it just ask for help. There are so many people out there. I mean, on my page alone, I've had people message me and I, I throw a story out there and they, they get a hold of someone who they know. Just ask and just do it right. I, I'm huge on doing it correct the first time, especially when it comes to these bikes. Um, and I haven't had this issue ever besides having a Harley. I've owned street bike. I've owned supermotos. Never had an issue like I have on, you know, a Dyna. Um, the other thing was is he Loctited the heck out of all that. But the battery connectors, he didn't use anything. And on my way from home from work Saturday, my bike shut off yeah. out of nowhere found out it was because he didn't use any there. So he must've ran out using it all on the two. Yeah, he other used bolts it all up. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then the other thing is, is I don't know how you are, but washing the bike to me is I love doing it. I love washing my bike. I love sitting out there and cleaning the hell out of it. Um, to yeah, me, I'm the same way. Yeah. See, I, I find it kind of therapeutic. I love sitting out there and just cleaning the bike. Um, now I don't go insane with it. There's times where it's quicker than others just because I do daily my bike. So I like to clean it and keep it well-maintained. Um, but uh, the other thing for anybody kind of new into Dynas or into any motorcycles at all, clean your bike. There's some people who are like, why? You're just going to get it dirty the next day. Uh, to me, it's just maintenance. It's just you. It's part you, of it. Yes, especially Harley. You got to keep care of it. I I love my Dyna, but man, they um they can be temperamental, and you gotta gotta keep them cleaned. And yeah, again, couple dots of Loctite do not drown the bolt in Loctite. I cannot stress that enough. Yeah, but enough of my bitching and complaining. We're gonna get into this interview now with our guest. Um, you reached out to us. And you wanted to talk about traveling as a dad. Yeah, I was uh, interested. You were kind of throwing out topics, and I just was uh, throwing out that that was one I was interested in, in hearing about since that's kind of what I'm doing right now. 
Um, so you kind of, we talked about it and then uh, here we are. So, well, I'm going to kind of hit you with two topics because I stalked your Instagram. I, like I uh, said in the last podcast, if you yeah. guys choose to come on, I do have to stalk your, your Instagrams a little bit just to see, get some questions. I like getting good questions. Uh, this one, I, I kind of had to rush a little bit more into the questions, but I still feel like I got some good ones. But yeah, I do. If you guys come on, be prepared for me to, I, I'm going to go back pretty far and ask you guys what I can um, just to kind of see what you guys did at one point, what you guys are going to do, kind of things like that. So we're going to hit two topics that I had on my list. Um, but first, let's see how many how many kids do you have? I have three boys. So that tells me your household is always going. Yes, we are very busy. <laughs> and I have to ask that even when I stalk your guys' Instagram, because sometimes I don't know if they're your kids. I don't know if they're other kids. I don't know if they're nieces, nephews, anything like that. So I, you know, I hate to be like, hey, you have five kids. And then you're like, no, I, I actually only have one. Um, so what are their age ranges? The oldest is 13, the middle one is 11, and then my youngest is 8. Okay, so yeah, your house is always going. Oh, yeah. Always, always going. Uh, and so which one, you said your middle one is really into football? Yes, the uh, middle one is super into football. So what are the other two like? Are any of them more into motorcycles like you or kind of one that's not into anything like that? Um, I would say the oldest is probably the least interested in motorcycles. Um, we have dirt bikes, and he likes to get out there and kind of rip around when we're not at a track, kind of more in an open field or, you know, kind of something like that. The middle one, Hunter, who likes football, he's really active, and he kind of does everything, and, he really enjoys getting out there on a, he has a 110 and riding on the track and the youngest um he's got a 50 so he's you know right there with him out there and he he's kind of more into baseball right now and into anime interestingly enough <laughs> you know the boom in anime this is going to be a weird kind of topic but it has blown up lately it, mm -hmm. you know what in my eyes blown up Anime, I, I think, has been around for a long time, but I just, I've never, I always thought it was kind of like a, uh, like a weird thing that if people watched. Just it was like those few kids watched it, but yeah, yeah. same, same kind of with me growing up. I mean, it was around, but it was kind of like the, it, you know, it was you didn't really watch it. <laughs> well, and you know. I didn't realize how popular it was until I, I had coworkers talking about it and yeah. saying how good and everything it was. And I was just, they're like, Oh, what anime do you watch? And I was like, I, I don't, I, I didn't yeah. know that. I, I didn't know that you could, where would you watch that? Cause yeah. you know, I was thinking that you had to hit some weird sites and they're like, no Netflix. And I was like, I, I, I have no idea. I just did not know it was so popular. Yes, so it's, they have a huge catalog on Netflix. That's exactly where he watches it. <laughs> yeah, and you know they were talking about it like crazy, and I was just like, no, I, I just you're not bashing it. I, I couldn't tell you. I just I thought it was always kind of like a like when I was in high school, it was always like those small group of weird, weird kids 
and yeah. now it's everyone. And I was like, I, hey, I, I guess I can't bash it. I, I just didn't know it was as popular as it was. Yeah, I didn't. I had no idea either. So which one? Because I didn't realize it until I went back in your page. There was a video sent in of one of yours helping you install some thrash and supply bags. Oh, that is a uh, four. So that's my youngest. That's the eight year old. Oh, okay. So I completely forgot about that video, and I it wasn't in our messages. Did your <laughs> wife send that to me? And then I don't know. She might have. Um, she has like an Instagram for the boys. That way, the family can kind of you know see what they're doing, and the family does kind of on a day to day basis. And she may have kind of sent that to you. I'm not sure. But that was Forrest. Yeah, he likes to get out there in the garage and help me when he can. That was a super cool video. I I didn't even realize that was you um, until I looked back. And, you know, you guys could have tagged me or something in it, but it wasn't in our messages. So I was kind of I was shocked mm -hmm. when I saw that because a lot of people like that video um, got a lot of comments. And it's just super cool. I love I love any videos like that. Uh, pictures, videos of kids, you know, helping out in the garage, especially a how to video like that. Yeah, that was uh, that was fun. We were just kind of bored one afternoon and uh, waiting for his mom to get home. So we went down and kind of messed around in the garage and then ripped some laps around. And yeah, it was now, a good time. Your 07 Lowrider, is that your only bike currently? Yeah, that's my only Harley right now. I also have a, a KX450 and then the, the boys have two little dirt bikes. But those are that's the only Harley I have right now. What year is your KX? It is a 2011. Oh, okay. So fuel fuel injection, right? Yeah. yeah. Fuel injection. Yeah. yeah, those um I had a 2012 KX 450 and man, I I, I love that bike. I um that thing yeah, was kind of scary to get on. Oh yeah, no, it's it's definitely scary compared to the Harley. <laughs> but do a you, lot of fun. Do you guys go out to uh, any local tracks? I haven't been out to any in Florida. We've only been in Florida a little over a year. Um, so we kind of went just right in out on some trails and stuff out there, but haven't been to a track out there yet. But probably going to get into that when it cools off. It's super hot out there right now, so probably come this fall. I have a couple tracks I uh, found that aren't too far from us. No, Florida has some some great tracks and uh... – Man, that's why, that's why all the motocross guys go down there to train. Uh, I mean, they won the brutal heat down there, and um, you know it's not as uh, populated as like the California tracks would be. But uh, yeah, I, I know. I grew up in Southern California, so I I know it can get busy out there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even you know, in the Central Valley where I grew up in California, uh, those tracks would get pretty hectic. But yeah, a lot of those guys, I mean, shoot, if you have some connections, get out to Baker's factory down there in Florida. If you know who, what that is, that would be. Okay. Um, I'll have to look into that. <laughs> well, they, so do you, do you pay attention in Supercross motocross at all? I, I haven't, I've been so busy this past year that I, I haven't paid too much attention to it to be honest with you. Baker's factory is like the, the top of the line training facility. You can absolutely go to for any motocross. Uh, okay rider those guys are um how he is he's he's a he's pretty much the top trainer and well known and all of that and he's i'm not sure what part of florida they're in but i know a lot of people have moved down there um recently uh, supercross team wise okay. it's just 
that brutal heat. They just train in that brutal heat, and then they that humidity, and they uh, they uh, get get dialed down for the seasons. Yeah, it's like ninety ninety five with ninety five percent humidity right now. <laughs> yeah, so. it's it's terrible down there. I I couldn't. I mean, it's terrible here, but I I've heard it's worse down there. That's for sure. Um, and then I came across another picture I got to ask you about. Mm-hmm. One of your kids do some mutton busting. Uh, yes, Hunter and Ocean both have done mutton busting. <laughs> now, if any of you guys are listening, don't know what mutton busting is, which you guys should. Uh, it is where <laughs> you throw a kid on a big ass sheep and you let him go. And um, they have competitions all over the place. It is one of the funniest things to watch because there are kids that just hold on for dear life. And I mean, if you've seen sheep, they uh, yeah. they're not they're not slow. They get going. Yeah, they they really get cooking. My my mom lives over out in Lake Havasu City, Arizona, and they had a big rodeo that one of her friends uh, kind of puts on. So we were out there. Uh, doing the rodeo one year and the boys wanted to try mutton busting so we got them signed up and got them out there and yeah hunter ended up doing really well and ended up in the paper so that was really good for him he uh to this day he still is uh wanting to get back to the rodeo and uh, get on a sheep i think he has to get on a cow at this point <laughs> yeah how old is he now now he is um 11 yeah it's I think the sheep are going to be a little too small for him at that yeah. point. I think it's time to move him up a little bit, but uh, that's that's a big jump. I mean, yeah. I'm not. I, you know, I used to. We used to have a ranch, and we would ride the sheep just for fun, just to you know screw around to stupid kids. But uh, if someone put a bull in front of me, that was a different story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm out on that one. But yeah, that was super cool to see because you you don't see that a lot, and uh, those mutton busting. I mean, those are some fun things to watch, and those kids. I, you have kids holding on for absolute dear life and then there's some kids that absolutely get wrecked in that yeah yeah we like to get them you know to try new things as much as possible and they're they're big about getting out there and and cooperating with that yeah that was, that was cool to see um hopefully is your uh did your youngest do that no he was too young at the time he was oh, okay. super little at the time but uh, maybe he he's about the right size. He could get out there on one. So with this, you um, you're we're gonna bring up the other topic, not just the traveling one. I looked at your page and something I saw that was super cool was you you have a fitness journey going on. Yes, I do. So you want to talk about that kind of? Yeah, I uh, I started getting into working out when I quit drinking. I quit drinking a little over two years ago. Um, so when I got sober, I kind of needed something to, you know, fill that void. And uh, working out seemed to do it for me. And uh, I really enjoy it. I, you know, I, I try and get into the gym every day and, um, you know, do at least, you know, 45 minutes, hour and a half workout. And, uh, yeah, I really enjoy it. Now, with you traveling, how are, do you find gyms? Do you pick hotels with gyms? How do you do that with how much you travel? Um, I have like a Planet Fitness 
membership. So that's pretty good. They have a lot of gyms, you know, uh, nationwide. So it's not a top of the line gym, but it gets the job done and it has, you know, a lot of facilities in different places and definitely a hotel with a gym helps. I, I don't travel and stay at hotels too often. Um, a couple times a year, I have to stay at a hotel. The, I work for a roofing contractor and my father owns the roofing contracting company. So luckily we're a small family owned and operated deal. So when I'm, I'm traveling, most of the time I stay at the home office and, uh, it works out pretty nice that way. Okay. So, okay. So that's pretty sweet setup. You don't, you're not jumping in and out of hotels all the time. That's. Uh, no, not all the time. Um, yeah. I do work. Sometimes we work in Wyoming and, you know, more uh, spread out throughout the state. But it's it's not like a every night kind of basis. Like some guys, I have a buddy that travels and does concrete plant kind of restoration. And he he's at a different state, you know, every month staying at a different hotel. And I've had a couple buddies that do this that travel um for work and uh you know try to do the gym thing and i always tell all of them get a planet fitness membership yeah um the you know the number one thing that i think holds a lot of people back is they don't they don't think they can get into a gym but planet fitnesses are like mcdonald's there's always one everywhere you go and then the other thing is is i think a lot of people bash planet fitness because it's a cool thing to do Mm -hmm. If you are going just to get in shape and you are not trying to become a power lifter or a bodybuilder, Planet Fitness is plenty. Yeah. There, there's nothing wrong with a Planet Fitness, and I've never understood people who bash it. I, I mean, you get some people in there that don't know what they're doing, but I go to a gym that is a um, powerhouse gym, which is meant for power lifters. Mm-hmm. You still get jackasses in there. So it doesn't matter where you go. It doesn't matter the $10 or the $30. You're still getting jackasses in there. So it, yeah, people bash Planet Fitness. If you're just trying to stay in shape, get in shape, Planet Fitness is plenty. I, I, I don't understand it, but I've worked out at one every now and then. And um, the, my main issue with Planet Fitness is how busy they get. Yeah, they, they can definitely get busy. Um... This, I mean, this last week has kind of been a fluke week, but for the most part, I try and go early in the morning when I go to the gym. So kind of avoids the crowd and then I can get in there and, and get that done before I get out and go to work, which, which helps with the crowd. But I, I totally feel you with the whole bashing of Planet Fitness thing. I am no, you know, I'm not trying to be Mr. Olympia or anything like that. I'm just, you know, trying to pick some weight up off the ground and... It gets the job done. Yeah, I, I am. Um, I live in a college town, so you know those ten dollars a month memberships. Um, mm-hmm. You know, college kids are all over that, and uh, it, in the evenings, it just it gets crazy. And uh, the the college town I'm in is a lot of spoiled college kids, so a lot of them don't care. 
um, if they're taking time. So I, I do like the $30 a month membership at the powerhouse because people are paying $30, $40 a month. They care. They're not just yeah. paying 10 bucks. It's, it's a completely different story. So usually it still gets busy, but when they're in there, they're lifting. Planet Fitness, the only complaint I've had is you do get people in there that just do like to waste time, but. No, um, yeah, that definitely happens to come, you know, five, six o'clock. I, I, that crowd is in there kind of just, you know, hanging out in front of the mirror doing their thing. Yeah, but anyone, anyone who travels and listens to this for work, if you want to get into the gym and you want to work out, um, get a Planet Fitness membership. They're everywhere. Now, you know, there are some places that I'm sure some people go, uh, especially like oil fields and stuff. I, yeah. You know, there you can't do anything there. I mean, that's just that's one of the crappier things. But I, I've never met anybody in that industry who wants to work out with the crap they do. So, um, yeah, but, I know. I had a buddy that did that, and he was last thing on his mind when he was done working was doing any kind of workout. Yeah, their their jobs are plenty. I I don't blame anybody there. But um, if you're based in towns and you know Denver and anything else like that, there's going to be a Planet Fitness somewhere. Um, and I think the ten dollar a month one gets you in every Planet Fitness, right? No, I think they changed it. You gotta you gotta do the twenty dollar a month one to get like the nationwide deal. But I mean, to me, it's still less than a buck a day. I can get in there and and, and get a workout in. So. Yeah, I see. Yeah, see, that's how long I've been kind of out of that on the Planet Fitness thing. It used to be ten dollars a month, but it doesn't surprise me anymore. Um, yeah, I think the ten dollars a month one is gets you just like one local club. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. They changed that. Yeah, and the other issue with like hotel gyms is you never know where you're getting hotel gym wise. There's some that call it a gym, and it's you know a treadmill. Yeah, it's nothing. I've been to some good ones. I've seen some good gyms in hotels, but it is a uh, it's hit and miss. It's it's very rare with that. Um, so since you've already talked about your work, you told me something that I didn't know was the thing, but also doesn't surprise me. You do custom roofing. Yeah, I do like um, custom homes. So we specialize in large scale custom homes. Um, I've done a lot of professional athletes' houses, uh, owner of Shell Oil Company, you know, um, the really high-end, um, houses that take a lot of, uh, custom details and, and, and stuff like that. They're not your run-of-the-mill kind of hell-chasing yeah, so you're doing you're doing pretty much all the houses are massive. Yeah, yeah, they're they're very large. <laughs> have you ever done anything in the Alabama area? Uh, I have not. I uh, did some stuff in in Florida, but nothing in Alabama. We have um, north of us. We have Lake Martin, and there's massive houses all around that. That's why I had to ask. I just didn't know if you guys did anything around this area. There are some massive houses right there on the lake that um, there's some famous people and everything stands and live in and everything. So I'm just curious now. So does the company your father own do all of it? Uh, Yes, we do. So and you're in the roofing area, man, that's yes, that's got to be brutal. Yeah, it it is not for everybody. (laughs) It is not for everybody, but uh, I enjoy it. I like working with my hands. Uh, I like the adrenaline rush. I, I guess you can get from from being up there. 
Yeah, because you're just sitting on the, you know, I've never done roofing. I've only seen it from the ground. And I've seen guys do it here now during the middle of the summer. And I thought there's nothing you could pay me to be up on top of that building right now. <laughs> yeah, it can be, it can be brutal in the summer. So how, how long have you done it? Uh, I've done it since I was uh, 18. I started kind of, you know, I would work and make a bunch of money and I'd stop and, and, uh, I really started doing it full time about at 20 years old and I'm 34 now. So, uh, going on 14 years. So how is it? Um, I feel like this, there, there's no middle ground for this question for the answer. I feel like it either goes great or goes really bad working with your father or for your father. Yeah, I, um, it, it does. And I, I think for a long time, it, it kind of went, uh, there were times where it went bad um, and we kind of had to learn to work with each other, but we, you know, we've been doing it, I mean, now for 14 years, so we've kind of got each other figured out. Um, so we, it really goes pretty smooth. And uh, I can't complain. I, I know a lot. some people have horror stories, but uh, I definitely don't have, you know, any horror stories or, you know, really anything bad, you know, for nothing, the most part. Nothing like Orange County choppers? No, no Orange County choppers <laughs> stories at all. Um, uh, he takes care of me. Um, and, uh, I, you know, I enjoy, you know, doing, uh, working for him. And, you know, he was, uh, did this, when he got to high school, so I'm a second generation, uh, I guess, roofer, you could say. And, you know, he's been doing this for 40, 50 years, and he's owned this company for over 25. Do you uh, have any plans to take it over at any point? Um, I don't know. Um, it's kind of his baby, I guess. And um, so, I mean, maybe one day. Right now, I'm just uh, kind of enjoying running it and working with him. But, uh, I mean, he definitely uh, runs the show. And uh, I don't think he really has any sign of uh, or slowing down. You know, he, uh, he enjoys what he does. And I think he's going to be doing it for a while. I was going to say, you're, from what I'm already hearing, it sounds like there is no such thing as retirement with your dad yeah i don't think so you know i don't think there you know there's gonna be nothing to really take over at least for a, a foreseeable future because he's uh he, like i said he has no plans uh slowing down well that's good i that was a um i didn't even have that in my list of questions but once you said that i had to ask just because i um i work with my dad so i had to ask and uh see how it other parent other people have experienced uh working with their their um their dad because uh one i'm glad you got the orange county choppers reference because there's some people that you talk to that don't even know who they are uh which makes me feel kind of old because no i know exactly i remember <laughs> everyone knew that show and that show is still i mean i still love watching some episodes of that because of the stuff they put out even though you know i i feel like choppers have kind of lost their um their value uh um, yeah 
it is definitely switch, but still a badass show. But man, it was not an episode if uh, Paul Senior and Paul Junior <laughs> weren't arguing or throwing something at each other. It just it was not a good episode if they weren't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, we don't have any uh, any episodes like that on the roof. That's uh, thankfully. Yeah, I, I feel like being in a shop, flat ground is a lot better at throwing things at each other than on top of a roof. That's for sure. Yeah, you got to kind of work together a little better. <laughs> now you 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 have three boys. You've said that you you travel. You've been you've pretty much traveled this whole time that you've done it. Um, no, actually, I've only been traveling and doing it for about the last year. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I'm pretty new to it. I um, which is kind of why I was interested in the topic, just to kind of see how you know other dads. Uh, dealt with it and and whatnot so yeah i'm i'm kind of new to it i've only been doing it about a year um so far so in the year how have you been you have you know older your kids are older so they know um it's not like having a newborn and you know doesn't really know you're gone how have how has it changed um you how you are as a parent or um how you see things um, I definitely, it makes me kind of appreciate the time I have with him, you know, a lot more. Um, I feel like before, um, you know, cause I, I, you know, I've been a father for 13 years now and not that you ignore, you ignore them or anything like that, but it's just that you can get distracted and you can get, you know, there's so much going on when you're trying to work and, and live your life and, and you got everything going on that kind of the setup we have now when I, when I'm home, I'm focused, you know, on, you know, just being with the family. So that's, that's really nice. And I, I really appreciate that I've got to spend the extra quality time with the family and the kids. Uh, in this last year when I am home. And with that, I, from your Instagram, it looks like you guys travel a lot as a family. Yeah, we do. My, uh, my wife is a, a little busy bee, so she keeps us pretty, pretty entertained. And so we, we live right there near Orlando. So we got, you know, Disney world and on all the beaches all around us. So yeah, we're always kind of, running around um, staying busy yeah i saw you guys said you guys have gone to so many cool places and being closer makes me want to get to disney world but with you know having to um disney disney world will cost just as much as you know my truck was brand new basically um yeah. i, I want to wait till my son's older than four or no. three he, he's only three so i, I want to wait till those memories stick around a little bit longer for how expensive they'll be Oh yeah, definitely. We didn't take them until, I mean, the first time was I, maybe like two years ago when, so yeah, the youngest would have been six, maybe seven years old at the time. Um, cause that was the same reason we didn't want to waste the trip cause they just don't remember when they go so young. Yeah. I, I feel like eight's a good age. I feel like eight will be a good time to take them. Um, depending on the prices of Disney world at that point 
um, down yeah. the line in five years because it it may you know may cost what my truck actually costs brand new with how insane prices are getting. Um, but with you being traveling so much, do you feel like when you didn't travel, do you feel like you didn't neglect the time, but you you spent the time differently with your kids than now? Oh yeah, definitely. I um uh 100% would agree with that. I it not that like you were saying that I would neglect them, but you just kind of almost take for granted maybe that they're, they're right. around kind of a deal. And yeah, it's a totally different uh I guess relationship, you know, when I'm when I'm home now. I mean, right. now they're in they're off for summer, but when they're in school, you know, I wake them up in the morning, I make them breakfast, I take them to school, I pick them up, um, I take them to the sports. And then, you know, we do all the, you know, everything that we would normally do, you know, like any other dad would do and all the extra stuff. But I guess I get a lot more quality time with them. And, and that's nice. I, I guess time that I never have gotten before, you know, because before I did the travel thing and I, I did like a normal job, you know, like most, uh, construction, uh, dads do, I leave before they're up in the morning and then I get home, you know, five, six, maybe seven o'clock at night. So you have an hour or two, you see them at, in, in the evening, but you know, you're so tired. It's, you know, you're kind of just, you know, you're there and they're there. It's not like quality time doing anything productive or, you know, I guess making poor memories in a sense. Yeah, it's more sitting around the house, not, you know, conversating a lot. And I, with boys your age, I'm sure they're into gaming and stuff like that, too, to where they're kind of doing their own thing. Yes. Yeah, they do. They like to do... um like the Minecraft and, you know, they play each other on their phones and on their tablet stuff when, when they're inside. And, you know, I do feel like having um, siblings like that helps a lot when, when you work, when you're gone, because yeah, your, your wife is there obviously, but when they have the, that brother to, you know, keep him busy, if it was only one of them, only child, I feel like the traveling part is, it is much harder on them. Um, than if they have brothers or sisters. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. I would think if there was, you know, if just I had one, one son or daughter at home, that that would be a lot harder on them than, you know, they got, you know, they're three boys. So they, you know, they're always running around if not playing, pissing each other off kind of a thing. So it's never a dull moment. They're not, they don't have too much time to sit around and mope. Yeah. I, you know, I, uh, I've never traveled for work. I, I, there was like one week where I had to travel for work, but that, it was, it doesn't count to like what you do and a lot of dads do. And that's always kind of been my holdback because I know there's jobs out there where if you travel, you make way more, but, um, you know, I, I had a job where I was working 60, 70 hours a week, but I was home every night, but shoot, I was you know, like you said, you only get those couple hours, you're worn out. And I couldn't imagine being gone Monday through Friday, or at weeks at a time. And um, doing that, I just for me, I, it seems 
at his age with how young he is and he doesn't have any siblings that it just it makes it so much harder um to do and for you and the dads that do it i mean props to you guys it's it's not it's not easy there's you know there's some that just can't do it um but uh you know you got to do what you can to provide for your family and um i'm gonna assume that your your uh your pay isn't bad for what you do yeah i definitely get uh fairly compensated for uh for the time and and travel which which is nice um and yeah i think if the kids were younger uh it would be it, it would be harder and um and, and maybe eventually it it you know it it won't work out anymore but it is uh it's working out for now and like i said i i really do enjoy the uh i guess the uh, quality over quantity um, uh, that you get from the schedule. So what's your schedule like? What do you have a, uh, consistent or does it depend on the job when you're home and at work? Um, yeah, so it, it kind of depends on the workload, but for the most part, I, I do about two to three weeks on, and then I'm off for one to two weeks. Um, this last kind of trip, I was I was off for a little longer. I was off for about three and a half weeks because we had a family vacation. We I fit in there, you know, so it was a little bit longer. But um, it, it kind of just depends on the schedule. And then like this, I go home in another week and a half. Then I go home for like a week. Then I come back out for a week, and then I go home for another two weeks. So it just depends on the workload. And oh, okay. And also, uh, what I have going on in my personal life. Thankfully, I work for you know my father, so I do have the ability to kind of schedule jobs and things you know around birthdays or you know events, which makes things nice. Um, on top of everything else, to be able to you know kind of make those you know important dates and and be there for those things. Yeah, that is super nice to have, especially with him being there, you know, grandpa and understanding uh, family time really matters. When you started this, now that you're, you know, your kids were old enough, did you have the conversation with them or ask them, uh, hey, dad's going to be gone more? Uh, did you bring it up to them? Uh, yeah, we did. Me and my wife kind of talked about it for a little bit, and then we brought it up to the boys and kind of let them know what was going on and, and what we were going to do. And, um, you know, and, and just at the, we just let them know, you know, if it's just, you know, let us know how they feel, you know, and that I'm always here for them, you know, just a phone call away. And, you know, and at the end of the day, if, if, if it ever gets too hard and it's, you know, it, the, uh, the family, it isn't just working with the family dynamic, then, you know, things can change, you know, nothing has to be permanent and, you know, stay one way forever. And, um, they've been fine. I think they, they enjoy the time, you know, when I'm, when I'm home and, and to be honest, they're, they're kind of at the ages where they're super busy in, in their own lives too, you know, with school and stuff. I mean, summer break is, is right now, but so they have a little more time, but, 
they do have a lot of stuff going on and they stay, you know, fairly busy as well. So do you um, FaceTime or, you know, phone call consistently with them or is it just kind of when they want to, you know, talk to you while you're gone? Um, so most of the, it's almost every morning um, I call and I talk to them before they go to school. Like I said, it's, it's summer break right now, but so I, I kind of let them sleep in there. They call me when they wake up and get going, but I usually yeah, at least talk to them in the morning. Uh, I talk to my wife in the afternoon and then, yeah, we usually FaceTime at night and at least once or twice, uh, which is really nice. The FaceTime, you know, totally helps. Like, you know, you can see everyone's face and we kind of do the bedtime routine and, you know, say our nighttime prayers and, you know, and uh, give our kisses goodnight and um, do that through FaceTime, which is super nice to, you know, get so to do that. You sound like you're you're a very active dad. You are, um, you know, I, I, uh, I know some people that have had dads travel, or I know dads that travel that uh, you you put it in for the, with the family. You you for sure do that. Uh, that's I got to give props to you on that because there's a lot of kids out there that aren't getting that from their dads, and um, it sounds like no matter what your work, you're you're making sure your kids know that they're able to talk to you and everything. Yeah, yeah, I try to, you know, I try, you know, I, that, you know, we, everyone, you know, phones make it easy. So, yeah, they can, yeah. you know, and that way we, you know, we stay connected. And at the end of the day, they know that I'm doing this, you know, for them so they can have a good life and, you know, all the things they want. And um, there's nothing wrong with going out there and working hard and, you know, living life how you want to live your life. Now, if one of your kids said, no, I didn't want you to do that, were, were you still going to go with it? Uh, no, I, you know, if they, if they asked me to stop, I think I would, you know, I would definitely have to put the brakes on and, you know, start to pursue uh, a different route. I, I really do. Yeah, I, and that's so badass because I just... I feel like that's um, a lot of people wouldn't. And um, this is, you know, one of the reasons I started a podcast. This is the reason I want to talk and people listen to this, that, um, you know, you, there's always ways to make money. And um, I feel like you like you, you, you had conversations with your kids. You let them know your kids were a little bit older so they could understand. Because like my son at three, he wouldn't know why dad's gone. Yeah, at that point, so it'd be much harder because he'd just be crying for dad, and um, you know, no matter much how how you tell him, you know, pay or anything, he doesn't understand any of that. So I feel with yeah. like your boys, they understand and um, that we, they get it, and uh, they're at the age to where they um, but but you still, you know, saying hey, I'll I'll end this now. You know that that paycheck I can get anywhere. It it I don't have to be gone for it. Yeah. Yeah. And because uh, I mean, they at the end of the day, they know that it's it's, you know, not a, definitely not like a uh, forever plan, you know. So, I mean, if if they had to, you know, if they said sooner rather than later that, they, you know, they just you know, it wasn't working out and they were just totally miserable and, you know, upset and, you know, just dying without me at home. And, you know, we would we definitely make the changes as a family to to accommodate that, you know, cause we don't want, you know, can't have them feeling like that by any means. 
No. And I feel like a huge thing, and I brought it up on the last podcast and from the sounds of it and what I saw, it sounds like you have a very, very supportive wife that backs all this. Oh, yeah. My wife is definitely my my rock. I would be lost without her. <laughs> That's for sure. Did she have to... <laughs> this is kind of inside joke, but I'll explain it. Did she have to set up your Discord for you? Oh, <laughs> no, no, she didn't. I, uh, she, I probably would have if I was at home, but <laughs> since I'm out working right now, I, I had to figure it out. But it did take me a while. Like, like I said, when you text me... I, it took me a few hours because I was trying to figure out just what Discord was. I had never heard of it before. Which is, it, it, you know, it kind of shocked me um, because Discord is, it's like anime, honestly. It has grown yeah. so much and it is basically just, you know, a, a communication app. Um, but also, you know, there's Discord groups um, for uh, different like Instagram pages and everything where you can come in here and there's all kinds of different categories to talk to people um, about things. There's, um, you know, it's kind of hard to explain, but uh, okay. it's, it's like another social media, but you can kind of be like, it's specific. Um, like if I, I could start a Harley discord and everyone could just talk about like, there could be a DIY uh, channel. There could be, okay. um, you know, random pictures of motorcycle channel. There could be, you know, there's all kinds of stuff like that. And uh, I use it for, the reason I ask if your wife had to set it up is I have another discord with all my buddies that I was running this out of. Um, okay. And they're all my gaming buddies that I've had for years, known for years. They're all idiots. <laughs> and they all went through and changed their names to stupid, immature things. I'm not even going to say, but uh, <laughs> last week's guest, his wife set it up and she had to read off all the names to him, I guess. And I oh. felt very embarrassed. And I was just like, I'm creating my own channel. So this doesn't happen again because all the names were just stupid. Um, oh. So that's why I had to ask because that was just I felt dumb. And so I opened up my own my own channel for it. Your um, own channel. Yeah, it was just once he told me that I felt so bad and I apologized to him. And then I told all my <laughs> friends, you guys are all jackasses because I couldn't believe he told me that. Um, but back to the back to the um, topic with with you traveling. Um, is there any times, you know, knowing your kids are understanding, are there any times where you still feel um, trying to word it like not not guilty, but you you feel, you know, you question what you're doing and being gone, um, feel down, I guess you could say. Yeah, I, I think. Usually I'm pretty, you know, my morale is, is pretty high, you know, and it's, um, you know, like, yeah, morale high, like, ah, uh, you know, we're here for a reason, you know, and, uh, we're here to get a job done and, and, and then get back home and, and be on a little mini vacation, I guess, in a sense. So it's, that lasts for a good week or two, but man, any, any longer than about two weeks, I really you know, start getting down and it's like, ah, I really miss, you know, if I'm feeling this way, how do they feel? And, um, that's usually when the boys too are kind of like, oh, when you, you know, they start, when you coming home, when you're going to come home, how many more days, how many more days? And that's when it, it gets a little harder and you got to just remind yourself, you know, of why you're here and, and, you know, the reason you do it. Uh, and to get through it or and i think to answer the, the, another 
part of that question. Um, anytime I have to miss a, like a sports event or, you know, cause my son plays football a lot. So, um, tomorrow he'll have a football game that I'm going to miss. So I mean, my wife's going to take videos and I'll, I'll get to see it. But, you know, in the back of my mind, I, you know, I feel bad that I know I'm going to miss that. Now. So, so how old are, how old are you? 34. So I'm going to assume you have friends with, with kids. Yes. Do you feel like, um, we're getting to the real talk now. Do you feel yeah. like they're dads that are afraid to talk about that? About uh, feeling, feeling, um, you can't call it guilt. Um, you know, like what you're feeling about when you've been gone for, you know, a week and a half, once a year, like, okay, now, you know, I'm tired of away, being away from my family. Do you, do you feel like other dads are afraid to talk about that? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think so. Um, I don't know how comfortable they are you know sharing their feelings you know i would be interested because i have a lot of uh of buddies that uh, are divorced and definitely aren't involved in their kids lives um as much and there's really no talk ever you know about you know those those feelings of you know, do you feel guilty that you you're not involved with your kids maybe as much as as you should be? And I think it could go even that could go all around the board. Even dads that you know go home to their kids every night, um, maybe just aren't as involved as they should be either, and uh, they know it and maybe don't talk about it. With you and I asked that, and that's the one of the main reasons I started the podcast and I made the change is I'm trying to bring, um, you know, I'm not trying Doctor Phil anybody on here, yeah, um, but I want to bring awareness and positivity to dads. I, I want, um, you know, I, I want dads to know that it's it's all right to feel that, you know, you're being gone because you're providing for your damn family. It's, yeah. it's not like you're out at a bar every single night and that's the reason you're not spending time with it, your kids. It's uh, you're provide you're a paycheck. You, you, you're feeding your damn kids back at home. And yeah. so, I, you know, and you know, if it, 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 like you said, if there, there's some parent people that don't choose to be involved with their kids. Now the divorce things, it's a touchier thing because there's some that can't because of, you know, um, custody issues. Um, yeah. in which, you know, that's a whole other subject, which sucks, uh, which I personally don't, I, I don't know anything about that, but, um, you know, I, I want dads to know, and one's listening to this, it's all right to feel like that. And it's okay to, you know, um, you know, it's hard to hit up other people, but shit, just say like, Hey man, I, you know, I'm kind of feeling shitty not being around my kids after a week and a half, two weeks. And, you know, it, it's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. It's really not. It's, um, I don't know if it's a man thing to do or what, but now I'm not saying go cry in your car in a random parking lot uh, over it, but yeah. don't be afraid to kind of speak your, you know, speak your, your mind, especially when you're gone, because there's, I guarantee you, there's someone around you who understands being gone from their kids. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not the only one that, you know, feels that way. So there's, there's gotta be, you know, other dads out there that, that feel that way. So it is, 
it is, I think it's good to, to put that out there and let, you know, dads know that, um, it's okay to be out there and, you know, get the job done. And, and, um, at the end of the day, like you said, you're just providing for your family and, and it's okay to miss them and, and have those feelings and, and to question things. Um, uh, and maybe say something before you end up at, at, in the park corner, you know, crying in your truck <laughs> kind yeah. of a thing. Which, you know, if, if that's Which is what, all right, if it goes, if it gets yeah. there, but you know, you can say something before it gets there. <laughs> just, just don't do it in front of, um, uh, uh, alcohol slash gun store. Uh, it, pick, pick yeah. where you're doing it. Pick, pick, yeah. pick where you're, you're doing it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and you know, while we're in the subject, you know, I, I know my page is Dinah Dads, but dads, um, if, don't be afraid to reach out. I, I, you know, I haven't been a dad as even near as long as you. I only have a four, a three-year-old. And, you know, I feel bad because I keep calling him four for whatever reason. Because um, he's getting close and I feel like yeah. it's going to be tomorrow by the time he's going to be four anyways. Yeah, it's coming up. Um, don't be afraid to reach out. Um, I, I'm not going to put you on blast. Uh, I'm not going to screenshot and be like, hey, look at this idiot and what he's trying to talk about. I, if any of you dads have any questions, either if I know the answer, I'm going to try to help. If I don't, I promise you out of the 12,000 people that follow the page, there's someone out there who's willing to help. Or, you know, if you need pointers, if you have any questions, if you need, you know, anything like that, don't, don't be afraid to message me. I'm not going to put you on blast. I'm not going to make you, uh, I'm not going to call you an idiot. If I don't know the answer, I'm going to get someone who knows the answer. And I guarantee you, I'm going to find somebody. Yeah. And that that's great, you know. I think I think the uh, the community needs that. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's sad, but you know, it it's something that we're trying to work on, and it's part of it's the main reason I started the page, especially in the di the Dinah community, Harley community. Um, I feel like we we can get something going to where we're more helpful towards each other. Um, I feel like there's some people that just aren't going to, but that's if the other ones that um, want to, uh, we're available. Um, don't be afraid to send me a DM. And yeah. getting into that, since you've been traveling for a year now, you've had, you know, you have your three boys. What are tips that you would give to a dad that's either traveling and feeling like he's struggling with it or a dad that's going to be traveling soon for work? Oh, yeah. So um, I'd say, you know, the biggest thing when – you're you're traveling and you're struggling um with it i i find is i i gotta remind myself you know that uh i'm here for a purpose and that i'm you know it's it's purpose over pleasure i in a sense so um you know i'm i'm here to get the job done and provide for my family and that it's totally normal to have uh, these feelings, um, but at the end of the day, you know we're we're here to get the job done, and then we're and, and then we'll be back to them. Um, so that's how I, that's how I get through it when I'm you know I'm feeling down. You know I uh, I just I remind myself you know purpose over pleasure, and I, I'm here to work, and that's what I'm doing, and you know I'll get back to the family shortly. And uh, we'll have a great time. And um, my advice or 
tips, I guess, before you travel. Um, I, I, I like to spend as much time as possible with them um, while I'm home. I mean, we, we spend almost, you know, all day, every day together. I think this last time I was home, you know, for three and a half weeks, I, I took one day and I rode. I went on a ride for six to eight hours and then I went like grocery shopping for two hours. But other than that, I spent all the time at home with the family and doing fun things um, and trying to stay off my phone as, as much as possible and engage them and make sure, you know, they know I, I'm listening to them and, and, and I'm here to spend time with them, you know, so they remember that while I'm gone. Yeah, I feel like the phone thing, and I'm guilty of it. Uh, I've said it to my wife. Uh, um, I've caught myself, and um, especially having the Instagram page and everything, I, I've I've told myself get off the phone. And um, oh yeah, I feel I'm, no, I'm I'm you know I I definitely need to work. It, progress over perfection. You know, I, I gotta work on it every day, kind of a thing. But yeah, I and I feel like with you traveling, the gym helps a lot. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. getting into there you know keeping your i think keeping yourself busy while you're traveling also is a big thing um yeah yes 100 yeah sitting in a hotel room or like for you your house or whatever especially hotel room if you're alone i feel like um doing something will help you because then you're just going to be in your own head the whole time yeah that and there's nothing worse than being in, in your head there's a I, I did a week one time in a hotel alone, and that that was rough <laughs> with a bad gym. So I uh, definitely, you know, staying active and and uh, keeping busy, like you said, is a is a big thing. Yeah, I I traveled for work way before I had a kid um, when I was younger, and you know that was a ton of fun. I actually liked it when I was, you know, I I wasn't married, I didn't have a kid. And I was, mm -hmm. um, you know, we would spend weeks in LA at a time um, for work, which on, uh, if I wasn't getting paid, I would absolutely hate it. But since I was making money, I didn't mind being in LA. Um, yeah. <laughs> but at that point, it was a lot of fun because I was able to go out. I, I, you know, went to all kinds of different places and I didn't, didn't worry about anybody at home. Um, so I feel like that's completely different. Once you become a dad, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like, you know, remembering the the positive, uh, don't be sitting there in your head like uh, my kids, you know, aren't um, I'm not spending enough time with them. They're not going to, I guess, yeah. remember me as much, you know, sitting there going, you know, they know they understand. Um, and, you know, not like I said, just don't sitting in an empty room by yourself. is just not it's going to make everything worse. Yeah, yeah. That negative self-talk really will get to you quick. So you can't go down that rabbit hole. So when you're home, do you do you stick to your workout routine? I do. I try to stick to it um, the best I can. I mean, I I do slip up, and uh, you know, I'll, I'll sleep in with the wife, you know, kind of a thing sometimes. But I do. I try and, and still get to the gym, um, or at least uh, work out at home. I I got weights at at home and. I'll do a little routine kind of with the, around the kids if I have to. Yeah. I, I, I feel like with the gym and being a dad, it's, um, you, you know, when you, you, when you get into it and 
because I do this podcast in my home gym. Um, I have a little desk set up in here, and uh, okay. I I got um, I got really heavy into the gym about five years ago. And once I had my son, um, I didn't have a home gym, and I was going to the gym in the evenings, and I felt like I was missing out on a lot of time with my son. Um, and so I ended up building a home gym, and oh my gosh, it changed everything. He absolutely loved being in the gym with me. Yeah. working out with me doing he you know he was only a year and a half at the time so it was entertaining to have him out there but um at mm-hmm. the same time the one thing i do want to point out to dads out there is don't don't eat yourself up if you miss a day or two don't um you know yeah working for important i i i you know it, it is it is crazy important but don't don't be afraid to you you know miss one or two knowing that you're going to get right back into it. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And that's kind of what I, uh, I tell myself that when I'm there, because when I'm, when I'm working, you know, I, I am pretty strict with myself and make myself go every day, whether it's before or after work, but then, you know, and it's kind of hard to turn that off when you go home, but I got to remind myself like, ah, it's okay to not go, you know, I have, I'm, I got more important things to do. You know, I can miss a day or two to wait yeah i it's i at first i felt bad even before i had a kid um if i if i wasn't going six days a week i i felt kind of crappy about myself and then i realized that you know what it's you don't have to go six days a week you really don't um you know if if you can go but that six day is not necessary or seventh day i mean there's some people that tell you not to do that but um uh, but for me, and I have a different kind of perspective on it. Like I just took this last week off. Um, mm-hmm. I, I work uh, two jobs. And so I, I work at UPS. And so I was going in at three 30 in the morning. Um, so I, I was getting up at two 30, going to work, going mm-hmm. to my second job, wasn't getting home till five. So I took this week off. And that's another thing that I kind of want to tell dads out there is, it's okay if you know you have a crazy busy week um i if i'm going hard for three months and i take one week off i know i'm going to come back to it and i feel pretty good about it so um that's the other thing like yeah those one or two days but don't be afraid to take a week off after working out very hard for months um vacations you know i'm sure that on vacations you're do you do you hit it on vacations too uh, you know, I don't, I actually, I didn't this last time. I, I kind of was feeling like I needed a break and I, you know, I listened to my body and I, I, I took the, uh, I took the week off and I was really, uh, pretty, uh, what's the word? I wasn't very strict with myself. Like I said, I didn't make myself go to the gym. I may have worked out around the house and stuff, but I, I definitely, was listening to my body and was just chilling. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I follow some people that say to do that. You, I, I felt, I feel amazing when I, when I work out hard for months. I take a week off. When I come back, I feel, I feel better than what I did before I took the break. Yeah, I mean, you gotta, I, and you know, I, I don't, and with the diet thing, you know, don't let yourself go, but don't be afraid to enjoy food either. Yeah, I, I, I totally. Yeah, I. I that doesn't mean go out and eat pizza for three weeks straight. Yeah. But it does mean, you know, don't, don't be afraid to go out and have some slices. Don't be afraid to go out and have a burger. Don't be afraid to go out and have a beer. I mean, it's reward yourself for what you're doing. Just don't lose yourself doing it. 
yeah, you can get lost in the sauce, but yeah, that doesn't mean you have to totally punish yourself and eat chicken and rice for the rest of your life. Yeah, I I don't do the chicken and rice thing. I <laughs> I stopped. I, I couldn't chicken the chicken thing. I, I do um I do venison and uh potatoes right now. Oh nice. Yeah, because um I I killed my own deer and I was like, that's gonna be my meal for a while because um yeah, yeah I, I couldn't that's the way to go. Yeah, the chicken is I, I can't. I just I did that and I just right now it's <laughs> I'm back to gag just thinking about chicken. Just it's thinking just, about it. Yeah, I don't know how. Well, I guess you know if you're, you know, if you're Jay Cutler or you know, Chris Bumstead or something, and you're making millions, yeah, I'll eat chicken and rice every single meal. Yeah, but uh, but I am not making millions, so I'm not going to eat chicken and rice. Yeah, <laughs> and I feel, with, I feel with your job, you're you're physically, it's you know, it's a physically hard job anyway. So your job is very, you know, keeps you keeps you in shape on its own, also. Yeah, it does. For the most part, it does. Um, it's a very, very active job. And I did see one thing that I kind of want to bring up on your Instagram before we uh, get this interview over. Uh, what's the story behind the gator you were on top of? Oh, the gator, yeah. <laughs> there is a, um, There is kind of like an amusement park in Orlando, and it's called Gatorland. And it just has like all things gator and included in the ticket, you could like hold a baby gator and take a picture or sit on uh, adult gator and take a picture. So I was like, no, I want to sit on the adult gator and take a picture. So that's, that's the story behind that. And it's funny. I, I didn't realize how much I liked alligators. So I moved down there and uh, I kind of, really enjoy walking around looking for the alligators because they're, they're everywhere. <laughs> that is the most Florida thing I've ever heard. A music <laughs> park of only alligators. So how did that work? Did they just, how, how did they, uh, alligators, how, how did you sit on it? Did they uh, have so they, its... Yeah, the mouth was duct taped shut. And oh, then, okay. Yeah, the mouth is duct taped shut. And then they... Because they did like this little like a show with the alligator, and then the uh, handler goes out there and duct tapes the mouth shut, and then you kind of walk down there if you have like a green ticket or whatever. And um, after the show, and yeah, you just walk out there and sit on it. He, he kind of is just laying there. <laughs> did now? Did it move? Did they tell you anything before you sat down? Did they? I, I'm because I mean, shoot, you, you can go to goat cart places and you have to watch a 30 minute video to ride a goat cart. What What was the you know the meeting for that? So that one, no, it was really like a little 30 second. Just okay, so you're gonna walk up and you sit in the middle of the alligator and don't put your hands above its eyes and uh, or behind its back legs, and that was really all they said. <laughs> Jeez, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it was not 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 too many instructions. Just don't put your hands up here or back there and you should be good. Did any of your now were your kids with you on that one? Yes, they were. And they everybody in the family, including my wife, went and sat on the alligator and, and took a picture. <laughs> that's cool. I didn't know if any of them were just gonna go with the baby one. Even your wife did. Now that's that's cool. That's yeah, they, They've actually been bugging me recently because they want to go back because now they want to hold, they want to do the, like to hold the baby gators. They're like, well, now we want to hold the little ones. And I'm like, okay. 
gosh yeah once i saw that i was like oh that's that is different i've never seen anyone do sitting on a gator um and but i you know i was like there's got to be something keeping the mouth shut because i mean that's uh, yeah that's a scary animal to be on top of yeah they had the uh they had the mouth shut so that was duct tape shut so we were all safe right but yeah i mean i guess they could have clawed us at any time but i he was pretty chill and he didn't move much like and it just kind of laid there. Man, that's crazy. I just, I, I that was crazy. See, man, <laughs> this is this has been a great interview. Um, I appreciate you coming on, taking your time out of your busy schedule and everything. Uh, yeah, man, talking thanks about for having it. me. It's uh, a lot of good points. Uh, you know, a lot of conversations that I'm trying to get into with dads, and uh, you know, I was happy that you were, um, you know, open about it. That's for sure. And I'm hoping that other. Uh, other dads listen to this and understand uh, what it's like to travel and that they're not the only ones and, you know, feeling the way they do is, is normal for dads. That's for sure. Um, you know, it's, I, I don't feel like it's talked about enough. Um, but, uh, yeah. the title of this is going to, is going to put, um, alligator wrestler somewhere in it. Um, Oh yeah. I like just, it. I, yeah, <laughs> I got to. Yeah, please do. I, I, I really, um, like I said, I'm not lying. We go out and we walk, and there's allig- there's alligators in all the ponds out there. It's it's the craziest thing. <laughs> They're everywhere. <laughs> They're like rats. Now, do they have like this is the biggest one in the park or something like that? Um. Uh, oh, at that place, yeah, I think they did have like, um, like the biggest one, and they have like a couple albino ones, and they have just a ton of alligators at that park. See, I didn't even know an albino alligator was a thing. Yeah, they're, they're a thing. <laughs> See, why why does that sound cooler than sitting on top of a bull? Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I guess it's less common, but uh, yeah. man, this this has been awesome. Um, I, like I said, I appreciate it, and um, hopefully, like I, I said in the middle of it, any of you dads have anything that you guys want to reach out about, pointers or anything like that, uh, you know, need anything, don't be afraid to reach out to me. Um, you know, I, I'm going to tag you in this also. So if you guys, yeah. um, if you guys have any questions, I'm sure he wouldn't mind answering them too. If you travel and you, you know, uh, are new or worried about it, don't be afraid to hit us up. Like I said, I'll find someone if I don't know the answer to it. Um, I, I really, I really want dads to come forward about it. If they, if they need help or advice, don't be afraid to message me. Um, I can get you in contact with the right people. And if I don't know the right people, I'll find the right people. Um, so I, I, hopefully a lot of you guys listen and uh, really take that to heart. Uh, I'm, I'll do everything I can. Uh, but this is, this has been a great interview and we will, we will see you guys next episode. We have a lot of guests lined up and uh, I'm excited to see where this goes. So, uh, take it easy and thank you again for coming on. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me.